Blog Talk Radio. The Starlight Lounge presents an evening with the progressive box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Blog Talk Radio. What in the world is going on in the tutoring industry? Do you wonder how to expand your tutoring business? Are you ready to take your tutoring business online? Are you looking to become a better tutor? Get ready for the Tutor Outreach Radio Show, hosted by Dr. Alicia Alice Holland. This globally syndicated radio show is empowering you to move forward with your tutoring goals to manifest your dreams of building a successful tutoring practice. Coming to you live, bi-weekly on Blog Talk Radio, this hit show is tailor-made to help tutors and tutor business owners worldwide. Dr. Elise brings her knowledge, experience, and sense of humor to each show while introducing you to guests from all over the world who are experts in the fields of tutoring, coaching, education, and leadership. Call in with your questions or share some of your own experiences in academia. The Tutor Outreach Radio Show starts now. Here is your host, Dr. Elise. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tutor Outreach Radio Show. I'm your host, Dr. Elise, and I help tutors and tutor business owners build heart-centered global learning organizations to serve humanity, whether it is in the local community, face-to-face, or online in the field of education. As America's number one tutor business training company, the Tutor Outreach Group is a professional organization for tutors, teachers, college students, and other small business professionals who want to start either a home-based tutoring business or tutoring company, get clients to grow their tutoring business, improve their tutoring repertoire, gain insight into leading and hiring for a global learning organization, strategically grow their tutoring business based upon their own life purpose. The Tutor Outreach Group provides premium resources and networking opportunities throughout the year. You can find us at www.thetutoroutreach.com. Also, I am available for group coaching through one of my tutoring mastermind groups. Registration is now open for the 2019-2020 tutoring masterminds. In April 2019, I will be in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, working with tutors and tutor business owners. And then in July 2019, I will be in San Diego, California. We have already posted our 2020 tutoring mastermind schedule. We will be in Toronto, Canada in July 2020, in Kingston, Jamaica in December 2020. You can see specific dates and register at www.tutoringmastermind.com or on Eventbrite. Come join us for a life-changing experience to help you on your tutoring journey or to just expand your overall brand. 
If you have questions, call into the show on 646-668-25. You can join us online in our chat room and ask your questions there. If any of this resonates with you or you just want to leave comments, then let us know. Depending on how you are listening in to our show, whether it is on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, YouTube, or any other digital radio platform, you can leave comments and rate our show. Thank you in advance for your continued support. Today, we have YouTube's personality and founder of Speller Math Tutorials, Alfred J. Speller, here to share pearls of wisdom about digital learning and mathematics. Eight years ago, I started um, hosting webinars, and, you know, I started my blog back in um, 2007, may have been 2008. Um, But, you know, eight years ago, I, I just happened to stumble upon an email from AJ eight years ago. Um, you know, I've never met him in person, but um, he was one of my tutoring blog subscribers. And, he, you know, he reached out to me about growing his tutoring business. We had our consultation. He attended the webinar. And we kind of lost track of each other over time. So we came back together. I think I discovered him on YouTube and um, we reconnected and I just like to look at it as God brought us back together and I know why. (laughs) So we can continue to help him with his life's purpose. So I am extremely humbled and deeply grateful to have Mr. Speller on our show today because everything that we discussed back then, he is doing exactly what he said that he was going to do and the fact that he's willing to come on the show and share knowledge and pearls of wisdom to help others is fabulous. But before we get into the show, I want to just share a little bit more about Mr. Speller with you. He is a graduate of Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. He graduated with a Bachelor's of Science in Computer Science. After a decade in the field of software development, AJ decided to go back to school to complete coursework to become a certified math teacher. He completed the Career Switcher Program at Regent University, in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Currently, he is a licensed teacher with endorsements in computer science, middle school mathematics, and driver's education. Beginning in 2008, AJ taught mathematics in elementary school and middle school. He is also a former adjunct professor and taught several semesters of well-based Programming at Tidewater Community College in Virginia Beach. Mr. Speller has experience as a technical book reviewer and has already been credited in head first JavaScript programming by Freeman and Robson and in head first learn to code 
by Eric Freeman. He also ran a tutoring service where he helped people from elementary to college in mathematics, computer programming, and driver improvement, along with providing exam proctoring services. Lastly, AJ has an up-and-coming YouTube channel with over 600,000 views and 300-plus video tutorials where he provides how-to instruction on various subject areas in mathematics. So let's welcome Mr. Alfred J. Speller to the Tutor Outreach Radio Show. Hello. Hello, AJ. How are you? I'm I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing fun. It's finally sunny here. I'm in Los Angeles um, today. Um, last week, I spent time in Phoenix, and oh my gosh, we had snow. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> We've been pretty fortunate here in Virginia Beach. We haven't had any snow uh this current uh this current winter season. Wow. Well that's that is. That's amazing. So yeah. you know, we always ask our guests, why did you get into the tutoring industry? Oh well well for me several several reasons. One one of the big things was that you know, I knew I was pretty good at it by, you know, helping mm-hmm. a lot of family and friends over the years. I'd get a call, can you stop by, can you help me out with this problem, or the children need help. And um, and also, I knew I wanted to transition away from full-time teaching, so I was looking at mm-hmm. things that I was good at, and math was one of those things. So I was like, you know what, let's turn this into kind of like my own, my own business. So those are the top two things. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I just knew that I had a way, you know, I was able to relate with children. So... I wanted to use that to my benefit to help the kids by by just having good relationships. Okay, okay. So I know, like I said, I, I've been following you for some time. We lost track, you know, a lot of different things happened in our own personal lives and career. So, you know, this may be something that um, you may reflect upon in the past or even now, but which communities did you serve in your teaching or tutoring career, and why did you cater to those particular grade levels? Well, most of my most of my experience has been with with the underprivileged communities, um, mm-hmm. and that's been mostly at the mostly at the elementary school level, um, followed closely by the uh, middle school level. And you know, for me, I wanted to cater to those communities because you know I was motivated to help families like my own. When when I was coming up, you know, my my parents weren't able to afford, you know, a private tutor, and I didn't know anybody else who had a private tutor. So I figured now that I'm in a position where I have some of the knowledge that I know young people need, I wanted to I wanted to cater and basically, you know, try to give back. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, another thing was that, you know, just myself going through college, I remember being in in some classes, a lot of my technical classes, and really being the only person of color in the class. So I wanted mm-hmm. to try to go back to these, go back to these uh, levels, uh, early, early uh, levels in school to help the kids in elementary and middle, to help prepare them so that when they got to high school and college, you know, they'd have those fundamentals in place 
to be able to, you know, show and prove what they knew, you know, in those types of classes. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So like my, you know, so, my, my major things there. Okay. So now that you are, you know, the YouTube personality, why did you start a YouTube channel to teach others how to do math? What was the inspiration behind that? Well, the inspiration there was when I when I was full time teaching, I had always wanted mm-hmm. to do you know a YouTube channel because I wanted to try to just do small bits of information to help my students because because I knew mm-hmm. that I had in class that they would understand and follow in class, but once they got home and trying to reread their notes, they would be lost. So I figured, hey, if I can make a YouTube channel that allows them to get some of that instruction at home, then it'd be to their benefit. But but the funny thing was is that with with being a full time teacher there was really no time to really make those videos, so it was kind of it was something I put on the back burner until I started my tutoring business. And once I started the business, I, I found that the students were in the same position; they understood and they seemed to follow along in person, but they needed that extra, and that extra was a YouTube channel where they could actually you know supplement what we talked about, and then they could learn mm-hmm. it at their own pace at their own schedule. So. So, of course, you know, they could stop it, they could start it, they could rewind it, you know, they can play it at a faster speed or slower speed and, and actually hear me say the same thing again and again, you know, if they missed it, you know, while we were, um, you know, working in, in person. Okay. So I, as you were just talking, I was thinking about the kids that, you know, had to miss school for one reason or another or just someone who needed to review an extra lesson. Man. That that is a right. great idea for the classroom. Right, exactly, exactly. It was like it's, it's like I was trying to be that personal tutor, you know, away from school. Wow. Yeah, because you know it's good to have different perspectives and different ways of being taught how to do something, but it's just something about that rapport you have with your students where they want to hear from their teacher. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. They. Right, you've built up that level of trust, so so they're willing they're willing to accept what you what you're trying to teach them, even if they don't understand each and every step. They're they're open they're open to that teaching. Okay, so which digital which digital tools and techniques do you find to be the most effective when teaching others mathematics? I mean, there's so many new tools nowadays. What what do you find helpful? Right. Well, see, with me, when I when I look at tools, one of the good things I try to find is if it's if it has like a game component or you know um, gamification, because the kids love they love technology, they love games. So if there's a way for me to mix games into the learning, then that helps. And and I found several several things that I do. One is um, the kids love to come to the board when they when they're able to use the smart boards. So that way they can you know they can play with the stylus, they can circle things, they can. Uh, drag and drop things, anything that allowed them to to get up and to be able to use the technology, they were willing to go out on the ledge and try more so than just raising their hand and trying to tell you that the answer was 12 or, you know, or negative one. They, they, they're more willing to come to the board and write it and show it because they want to be able to interact with that technology. Um, some of the other things that I like is uh, Cahoots because Cahoots gives it like a, I would call it like a game show feel where you can go into the site, you can pre-make all your questions, and then the kids can interact either with their uh, smart device or with their uh, laptop. They can just go to the 
go to the website, put in the code, and then if the questions come up, you know, they can put the little nicknames in and we play it as though it's uh, a game show. And then they can see the scores and tallies at the end. So really the kids love, they love that uh, competitive part of, of that. Uh, some of the other tools that I like are uh, Desmos and GeoGebra because that allows us to create mm-hmm. models and graphs and also lets us do quick uh, verification. So, so once they come up with an answer, it's easy to go back into tools like that, the information, and they can quickly see if they've got the answer uh, right or wrong, and then they can go back and then, you know, try to find where that, where that little mistake is. So which, okay, so I know your, your upper level math, but is this something that right. could also be utilized for elementary and middle school math too? Yes, definitely elementary and middle. What I found in my experience is that all the kids mm-hmm. want to be taught the same. All the kids want to sing songs, watch cartoons, do something that's fun, no matter what the level. So for me, when I had the quote-unquote advanced kids and they saw that I was, you know, doing stuff like Brain Pop and other little games, those advanced kids wanted to play those same games. So I found that everybody, the common denominator is fun, games, and, and great rapport. And that works for me across all grade levels, from the, from the elementary all the way to those, you know, in high school. Okay, okay. So is that, is that what your YouTube channel is about? Can you just briefly tell us, you know, what you do on your YouTube channel? I know you teach math, but um, can you just give us well, tricks or some tips? Yeah, well, basically what I try to do with YouTube channel is to create what I'm calling bite-sized pieces of information. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get the kid in, get them engrossed with, like, either music or something um, that they're interested in, maybe the way I word the problem where I'm using um, musicians or whoever is known in popular culture just to get that initial attention. And then from there, Mm -hmm. I try to keep it as short as possible, but also, you know, taking the time I need to make that point. And then once that point is made, I found a lot of times those are the questions that the kids need help on when they're working at home. It's not that they don't understand everything. They run into a roadblock and they don't know how to get past that roadblock. I try to I try to anticipate those problems and make those types of videos to allow them to get through that problem and continue on on to the next. Okay. Okay. So um Thank you so much for sharing that information. I have personally checked out your YouTube channel, and the way that you're teaching mathematics, it's unique. It's different. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay, let me subscribe right now. <laughs> right, right. That's right. That's that's the goal. I, I, I always I want to I want to capture that attention. If I can capture that attention, then that then that kind of gives me the credibility for you to listen and say, okay, I mean, I understand everything you're saying but I'm going to watch this till the end. And you know what? I'm going to start it over and watch it again because I kind of enjoyed what I was listening to or what I was seeing. Okay. Now, I want you to know now, I, I have kids, so I was looking at your channel because I have a seventh grader, eighth grader, and, yeah. you know, we need help with math. This is this new no math. <laughs> so your YouTube channel, let's right. talk about the parents. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm chiming in as that parent, you know, but we have other parents who need some visual support too. So is your YouTube channel for parents? Yes. Yes, I feel that the parents, first of all, the parents should be the first teachers. I think they, I think too many parents put too much faith into, into other people trying to teach their children. So I think 
So for me, I say I want the parents to watch and understand and actually try to put the, try to put these videos in their own words to try to help the students as well. So I feel like it's a, it's a give and take. It's like we both have certain responsibilities, the parents to watch and try to understand, and then you watch the video and then send them off to school and get, like I would call, a second or third dose of that same information. So it's more of a partnership than a lot of parents just sending the kids away and hoping that they get the information from somebody else. Okay, okay. Thank you so much, AJ. You know, we have to go to break. You are listening to the Tutor Outreach Radio Show with Dr. Elise and special guest, Mr. Alfred Speller. When we come back, Mr. Speller will share with us some advice on what we can do in terms of helping parents find the right digital video as well as offer his colleagues who may be interested in starting a digital video series. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. What is intellectual property? It's something that you will have to protect when it comes to your learning organization. Innovation and creativity is definitely valued amongst humanity and should be protected. As a result, tutors need a blueprint to follow so that they will do exactly what needs to be done to protect their work and trade secrets for their learning organization. In the number one source for tutors and tutor business owners, Dr. Holland's Expanding Your Tutoring Business Series. Tutor Consultant, Dr. Holland delivers her field-tested advice so that you can determine what types of intellectual property that will need to be protected, create various types of work agreements for your learning organization, develop a system to maintain records of your intellectual property, build a business plan that will promote data-driven tutoring success, describe the federal laws that impact your tutoring business, implement quality assurance meetings, create an online project management system for your content team, implementing focus groups and market research, disseminating your research for your learning organization, acquire know-how for licensing your intellectual property, and dozens of other strategies you will need to protect your intellectual property. Take a strategic approach to protecting your intellectual property so that you can build a household name in the tutoring industry. You can get your copy of Expand Your Tutoring Business, Volume 3, The Blueprint for Protecting Your Learning Organization, on Amazon.com, or submit your book order at orders at iGlobalEducation.com. We're back on the Tutor Outreach Radio Show with Dr. Elise and special guest Alfred J. Speller. We are continuing the conversation about learning and teaching mathematics online. Before we continue, I want to make sure that everyone knows how to contact our special guest, Mr. A.J. Speller, as well as find his YouTube channel. Mr. Speller, could you give us your contact information as well as YouTube channel for our listeners and how parents can sign up for any of your tutoring programs at Speller Mathematics Tutorials? Okay. Well, the... Twitter would be an easy way to contact me to ask questions. So that uh, my Twitter handle is Speller, and that's S-T like Paul, E-L-L-E-R, tutorial. Uh, my YouTube channel, again, is Speller, S-T like Paul, E-L-L-E-R, math, tutorials with an F. So those would be the two ways to, to easily uh, contact me through Twitter and through the YouTube. Um, and you know what? And, and I do have an email. And the email is a Gmail account. 
That's also a speller tutorial at gmail.com. Okay. Thank you so much for providing that information to no our listeners. So what advice would you offer other colleagues who would be interested in starting a digital video series to support their tutoring practice or even as supplementary content in their classrooms? Okay, well, first first thing I would do is I would advise anybody to, to start with short videos uh, because when when you when you record the video, you're, you want your delivery to be right, and if you're actually going on camera, you want to have a good uh, on-camera presence. And for me, that took me – I'm still working on that, to be honest, but as you look mm-hmm. at my older videos, my current videos, you'll see how, how I've actually become even more comfortable um, just being in front of the camera. Um, you know, it's because it, it's so different than, you know, when you're in a room, just a microphone, the camera, you know, you you don't get a lot of the nonverbal cues that you would get from, you know, a classroom when you've got a kid who might nod when they're understanding or you have somebody who may frown when it doesn't quite make sense. When you're just shooting this video, you got to try to anticipate those things so that you can so that you can record, um, so your recording can be most effective. Okay, okay. So as it relates, and I know we touched on this a little bit earlier about the supplemental content, um, is there any additional pearls of wisdom that you would incorporate on how to introduce that supplemental content in the classroom? You know, how, what are some examples of how you could do that other than assigning it for homework? What are other ways you've used that in the past? Okay. Well, I think that um, you should – well, what I would do is I would start with just simple topic matter, and then and then if I had more complex topic matter, I would actually chop that up so that it's bite-sized pieces, and then mm-hmm. I would shoot several videos so that way, because no one really wants to no one really wants to watch a video that's ten or fifteen minutes, so you're better off maybe making three videos that are five minutes each that allows the student to to stay engaged in in the material, and that way they can pretty much go to the video portion that they need help. They may not need help with the whole problem. They may need help with mm-hmm. one answer, maybe finding common denominator. So you have a video that just shows how to find a common denominator. And then another video that actually shows how to add or subtract a fraction. So you keep it separate so people can get in, get what they want, get out, finish that homework or study without it being, without them basically, without them using up too much of their time. You're, they're able to target their time, get what they need, and then they can go. Okay. So let's just say that we have some students who may need additional support. You know, they may have IEPs or some type of special uh, 504 mod- modifications. Um, right. Would, would digital videos work? Um, are there like a um, written copy of what's being said? Or what type of support would you offer colleagues for um, students who may have those type of special needs or learning needs? Well, with what I do on YouTube, I make sure that I do all my videos, I close caption all my videos, because uh, YouTube does it automatic, but I go back through and I actually try to fix any spelling mistakes or any other mistakes that, that the Google algorithm um, might put in there mistakenly. And I also do mm-hmm. translation. So if it's, I do Spanish um, as well. So so those are a couple things I do. And also with the video player on YouTube, you can speed up and slow down the playback. So that if someone, so if I'm speaking too fast, 
they can actually slow me down. If I'm speaking too slow for some folks, they can actually speed me up. So I think those would be a few of the ways that, that you could, you know, target some of the students that may have, have some different, um, that have different learning needs. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. No so what advice would you give parents who are looking for that right digital video to help their child at home? Well, I think whatever, whatever videos that they decide to, to use, I think they should try to sit down and watch the video with the child. So that way the child can tell them, hey, this is too easy. I know how to do this. Or this is too advanced for me at this point. You know, we need to find something else. So, so at that okay. point, you know, so that way the parent knows what the, knows what the child likes and knows what the child needs. And then they can come to a better um, choice uh, when it comes to the video content. Okay, so as a mathematical expert like yourself, like I have so much respect for you, AJ. Oh, my gosh, you are a mathematical genius. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) What are some characteristics of good mathematical videos to teach them how to do a particular skill? Sometimes parents are not aware of what should or shouldn't be in a math video. Right. right. For me, though, I think, they come, I think it comes in two forms. The first form, like I said earlier, is just short and sweet. If, if I feel that if the, parent can't get the, if the parent can't understand what's going on in this video in the first three to five minutes, then I think the video, you know, the person is probably not, the delivery is not where it needs to be. I always try to make sure that I'm, that I'm simple, I'm using simple words, and that I'm direct with what I'm saying. So I think that people should look for that. And then secondly, for the second part of a good video, would be to look for a video that actually, when you're actually applying a skill. You know, a lot of times we'll talk about, we'll talk about a fraction, but we need to put it into a real-world scenario where, where the child is able to actually visualize and use and understand what a fraction is, for example. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that information. You definitely have blessed a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking for math resources. We're looking for good math. <laughs> right. right, and you know what? And I have to say, I've been fortunate because I've had I've had good teachers, good math teachers, and and some not so good math teachers. But I've been fortunate to have more good ones than than bad ones. And I've just been able to to take what they've given me and and put my own little spin on it. So it's not just me. It's a lot of people that have given me a lot of a lot of good information. Mr. AJ, that's why you're on the call right now in the interview because we somehow attract professionals, experts, you know, leaders who are passionate about giving back, you know, paying it forward, being that merchant of hope. Wow. That's right. That's right. We have to. We're obligated to. We have to. So, is there anything else you would like to share with us about what you are doing to help others? You have any speaking engagements coming up? Any workshops? What's going on? <laughs> no, well, well, what I what I'm working on is um, I'm working on doing some live sessions, and with these live sessions, I'm looking to actually teach more in depth how to use some of the online tools like Desmos and GeoGebra. Um, I'm looking mm-hmm. to take on you know questions as well. We try to help people through particular obstacles that they might have. 
Uh, so those are that's really the big thing that I'm that I'm working on right now, and and I'm always open to to any comments, suggestions, um, and questions. So I take all that through Twitter, and through um, and through YouTube. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. If you have a banner, we need to share and let people know about stellar math tutorials because you are doing an amazing job and you please keep that up. We're grateful to have you on the show. Uh, thank you so much. And I'm definitely planning to, to continue and do more and more. I have so many ideas and so many people behind me, family members and more giving me great ideas. So I'm, I'm, I'm motivated. Okay, well, that's all we needed to hear because we know eight <laughs> years ago you were motivated. Now you're still making it happen, so that's all we needed to hear. <laughs> hey, I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what matters. That's what matters. All right. all right, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, I will share with you some messages from the spirit and intuitive insights from the angels. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Me and my friends always went to Whataburger freshman year. We realized that we were having a lot of fun, and so we started putting out flyers saying Whataburger Social, and it just took off from there and started getting really big. One of the weeks, we got up to 65 people. We definitely have a lot of people that order the honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich, hearty chicken strips, Texas toast, the barbecue sauce pouring off the sides, cheese melts on top, delicious. The Honey Barbecue Chicken Strip Sandwich, that's my all-time favorite. In today's global economy, tutoring is beginning to get the respect and recognition it deserves. Tutoring can be a rewarding field for stay-at-home moms, retired workers, and people with technical skills. Due to budget cuts, high teacher-student ratios, and the No Child Left Behind NCLB Act, it's also an area that is booming for classroom teachers. Whether they want to try tutoring in the classroom, or start their own private tutoring practice. With these type of tutoring opportunities, it is crucial to have a blueprint to follow so that individuals can start out with good information and build a reputation as an educator that delivers data-driven results. In the number one source for tutors and tutor business owners, Dr. Holland Johnson's Becoming a Better Tutor, a data-driven approach to tutoring, tutor consultant, Dr. Holland delivers her field-tested advice so that you can Find your tutoring niche and predict your chances for success as a tutor. Market your tutoring practice to attract clients. Apply the Dr. Holland Johnson's tutoring framework for effective tutoring sessions. Apply the Dr. Holland Johnson's in-class tutoring method. Conduct tutoring consultations and master tutoring interviews. Determine the type of tutor in which you'll need to be for clients. Accurately track your client's progress. Acquire know-how for starting and managing your tutoring practice and dozens of other strategies you will need to be successful in the tutoring industry. Take a data-driven approach to either tutoring in the classroom or building your tutoring practice to help your clients. By putting new strategies and proven methods in your toolkit, you'll quickly find the path that leads to becoming a better tutor. You can get your copy of Dr. Holland Johnson's Becoming a Better Tutor, a data-driven approach to tutoring on Amazon.com or submit your book order at orders at iglobaleducation.com. We're back on the Tutor Outreach Radio Show with Dr. Elise. While we were on break, I intuitively selected some postcards from the Spirit using Colette Baron Reed's system, and the Archangels communicated information to me as well. 
Let me share that with you. Dearest you, over time, there is no mystery for us to unravel as we know intimately how, to, how connected we all are, how the web of creation works, and how spirit is in every aspect of life from the invisible to the visible. But it's impossible for humans to comprehend the complexities of how things actually work because the most important threads in the tapestry don't make sense in the dimension you live in. That said, can you feel the importance of these currents of energy that bring events together in miraculous ways? You can't understand with your mind, but you can know with your heart and soul. Trust that even though you don't know the how, the what, or the why, we do. Surrender to the mystery and have faith that the unseen world is watching you with loving eyes as Spirit weaves your life's mysterious and beautiful tapestry in glorious technicolor. Loving you so much, as always. Guys, you may be feeling that there is some great things that are about to happen, and the reality is, it, it is. On a spiritual level, you know, lots of positive energy um, has always been available, but you know, more and more energy is um, being in alignment to where, you know, you are able to meet your goals. You're able to do what it is that you need to do as long as you set your intentions. And how that will look in your world is by setting goals. You know, you don't want to just set goals. You know, we have always been taught how to set smart goals. You know, we got to make sure there are some certain criteria to those goals, as well as a timeline. If you have not done that in whatever it is that you are desiring to do, now is the time for you to do so. We're getting ready to enter spring, and, you know, spring represents new beginnings, you know, new opportunities, new ideas. So, you know, this is a great time for you to really take out your your goals, your life plan, or whatever it may be, and reassess the direction in which you would like to go. The second message that came in is, Dear you, do you feel like you need to do all the work and fix everything for everyone, or you might have no value? Maybe you think you need to control everything, or else nothing will get done, be healed, be completed, etc., you may think you need to confirm to what others expect of you or choose a course of action to manipulate an outcome, but we don't think that would be a good choice. How about this? Even if it makes you temporarily uncomfortable, do something different. Set that boundary. Delegate responsibility to another. Ask for your need, ask for your needs to be met. And when faced with an impossible situation or sticky, enmeshed relationship, repeat this mantra. I didn't cause it. I can't control it. And it's not my job to cure it. Then carry on. Feels good, doesn't it? The best part is everything just seems to work beautifully and honestly in the end. Love you so much. That's a powerful message because, you know, that is something that a lot of people have 
issues with is, you know, learning how to let things just be. You know, focus on what it is you need to do. Stay in your lane. Mind your own business. It's like a full-time job, literally. By the time you focus on every area of your life, you don't have time to control everything or anyone. You don't. So, you know, this is just a gentle reminder to stay in that divine order. You know, only focus on the things that you can control. And honestly, the things that you can control is within you. (laughs) You need to focus on you and your actions. That's what you really can control. Two numbers came up, and... Those numbers are the number 48, which deals with financial discipline, and then the number 81, which deals with leadership. Whether you are in an official leadership position, title, role, whatever you may want to call it, people are still watching you. If you are not in a leadership title, position, or role, people are still watching you. Why? You are born to be a leader. You know, you are the leader of your life. So, you know, whether you're doing positive things or negative things, you are leading. So something that you want to ask yourself is what type of leader do you want to show up in the world to be? So, you know, all of these topics are things that you can control. You can control your leadership style. If you are one of those leaders who like to micromanage and, you know, not allow people to do what it is that they need to do, you really need to check out and figure out where is that coming from? Why do I feel the need to control others in that way? This what that message from the spirit is saying, you know, really take some reflective time to kind of see where is all this stuff coming from? Now, when it comes to financial discipline, you know, we have a lot of variables going on in our world today, and you're being called to live within your means. That doesn't necessarily talk about, you know, the type of money you make or anything like that. Whatever that number is, you're being called to live within those means. So do you know what your financial picture looks like? I just got the message of financial discipline. You know what it is that you need to do in your world and how you need to fix it. Just be honest with yourself. And remember, that's something you can control. Lastly, we got a message from Archangel Michael. And that message is, it's time to leave this unhealthy situation. For some of you, you know, this can show up as in a relationship. This could show up as in a work uh, work relationship as well. Um, you know, even though it's time to leave this unhealthy situation, you want to make sure that you have a plan in place. You want to make sure you have something in place to where you're able to make that transition smoothly and have the peace that comes with that. So a prayer that can help you is, Archangel Michael, what parts of my life do I need to focus on more closely right now? 
Thank you for helping me hear your answers and for giving me the courage to make healthy changes in my life. So, you know, Archangel Michael is here to help you. All you got to do is just ask, and angels will be there to support you, okay? If you would like to work with me, Dr. Holland, you can go to my Tutoring Masterminds website, www.tutoringmastermind.com, and register for my next upcoming 2019-2020 Mastermind in either Florida, California, Canada, or Jamaica. If you have any tutoring questions, then join us in one of our Facebook groups, and you can find that information at our Facebook page, the Tutor Outreach Group. We love having active group members. If this episode resonated with you, subscribe to our radio show, leave comments, let us know how it resonated with you, and share out this episode, guys to family, friends, colleagues, and coworkers. We love hearing from our listeners. Thank you in advance for your continued support. Join us every second and fourth Tuesdays of the month at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the next episode on the Twitter Outreach Radio Show. I will be sharing with you pearls of wisdom about pay structures and tutoring. You know, if that's something that you're interested in, Definitely come on back, listen to the show. This is an episode that you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. I wish you and your family much prosperity, joy, peace, abundance, love, and all of the fruits of the Spirit. It's the flow and integrity of your heart that truly matters when you are doing something for others as well as yourself. Gratitude, grace, and compassion will take you places in life. So keep that with you as you travel on your life's journey. Remember, you are loved, you are valued, and you are competent. Have a great week, and I'll see you back here next time. You've been listening to the Tutor Outreach Radio Show, hosted by Dr. Alicia Alice Holland. This hit show comes to you live every second and fourth Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. Each show is empowering you to move forward with your tutoring goals to manifest your dreams of building a successful tutoring practice. If you've missed any part of this show or want to find out more about Dr. Holland, visit thetutoroutreach.com. That's thetutoroutreach.com.